and salutations my dear family this is a cornerstone podcast presented by global grace ministry my name is francis hueso and it is always a joy to welcome you to the podcast this is the eighth episode of the emotional health series with this episode we will be concluding this series of course it is not the last episode of the topic because i hope that sometime in the future i will have the opportunity to continue sharing with you a little bit more about the subject with a little bit more depth to help you continue seeking emotional health. This episode is entitled Healing Through Love. But before we get started, I'd like to give you a quick overview of what we cover in this series. If this is your first time tuning in, I highly recommend you take some time to listen to the entire series. We began to talk about the subject commenting that man is triune. It's a triune being, meaning that we are a spirit that has a soul, and our soul and our spirit live in a body. We also discuss that God's will from the beginning was for men to live in abundance. He wanted us to have an abundant life. Men's sin hinders us from living this life, and by coming to Christ, we can claim that life through Christ's sacrifice on the cross. That sacrifice allows our spirits to come back to communion with God. And that communion is the key so our souls can obtain emotional health. Once we come to heal from the wounds we suffer from living in a broken world, we can begin to enjoy that abundant life or a stable emotional life. Obviously, living in a broken world, our souls are constantly assaulted by pain and therefore we constantly have to seek emotional health. The good news is that the healthier we are, the easier it is to achieve that stable soul and we can cause less pain around us. We also discussed that it is impossible to live a life without pain. But for the believer, pain is something that God can use to make us grow or mature. In one episode, we also discussed that a healthy way to experience loss is to go through mourning, to go through a mourning process, which has several stages. Through the work of the Holy Spirit in us, every believer can conclude his grief or his mourning and move forward. In the last episode, we talk about how important it is to rest. Rest is crucial for our health. Thank you very much for letting me share with you a little bit about the subject of emotional health. I hope this series has inspired you to seek maturity and seek growth. Now that we have finished our summary, we can start discussing today's topic. I believe that there is no better medicine to heal our souls than love. And there is no one who loves us more than God. Romans 5.8 tells us, But God demonstrated his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Here the Bible tells us that when we were still the filthy rags we were without Christ, God loved us. Perhaps many of us will not have given a dollar for us when we lived in sin, but God loved us so much that he gave the most precious thing he had, and that was of course his only begotten son. This means that he loves us more than he loves himself. 
Although God not only tells us about his love, but he also shows us his love with actions, I believe that a large part of the body of Christ still doubts God's love. Many Christians do not doubt that God loves them enough to save them from hell, but many do not believe that God loves goes beyond that. Let me ask you a question. If you had the opportunity to hear God speaking about you, what do you think he will say? Let's say, what do you think he will say to an angel when he's speaking about you? How do you think God will describe you? I believe that a large part of believers do not believe that God will give a good description of them because they think that God sees them as they see themselves. I am not sure if it is because some people may not have had a very loving father or it is because of other religions, but sometimes we have a wrong image of God. Many see God as someone distant, someone who lives sitting on a throne and sometimes takes the time to listen to us, but almost never answer us. We see him as someone aloof who demands perfection. Of course, this is not how we describe God in church, but our prayers or lack of them say otherwise. Some people accept God as a good and loving father with their minds, but they do not feel his love in their hearts. Many see God as the brother of the prodigal son saw his father. They see him as the owner of everything who prefers other people above them and someone who expects only good behavior and service from us, but who doesn't want an intimate relationship with us. Other people see him as a judge and therefore do not want to spend time with him. If we are honest, although most Christians' image of God is not so hard, many of us have a hard time seeing God as a loving father who is always happy to spend time with us because he loves us. A God who knows us and our very existence gives him joy. My family, do you know what really truly God says about you? Let me tell you. Let's go to Isaiah 43 and we're going to read verse 3 and 4 which say, For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt for your ransom, Cush and Seba in your stead. Since you are precious and honor in my sight, and because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you, nations in exchange for your life. My family, when God speaks of you, this is what he says. My son is precious. My daughter is precious to me, and he is honorable to me. That is the image that God has of you. My family, part of the process towards emotional healing is to feel completely and absolutely loved by your Heavenly Father. The most beautiful thing about having communion with God again is being able to experience that love. The devil does everything he can to muddy us, distort our image of God in our eyes. He tries to bring guilt or shame and thus separate us from God. But servants of God, there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. That's what the Bible tells us. No matter what we do or what we do not do, the love of God, His love towards us doesn't change. No matter how broken we are, God's love does not diminish for us. If you do not feel like God's pampered child, then you haven't understood Christ's sacrifice for you and you are wasting it. The Bible says that when we come to Christ, he takes our place and we take his place. In other words, 
God loves us just as much as he loves Christ. And he does not see us broken, dirty, or under construction. He sees us in Christ. So if there's one thing I want you to learn from this series, it is that you must be completely sure of God's love for you. If you are not, please find a way for that love to penetrate your intellect and overflow into your spirit and soul. In other words, you must feel pampered by God. I have met many people full of pain and emotional wounds who feel for the first time that God loves covers them and understand the first time that they understand that no one can separate them from that love. They heal from those wounds and their lives are transformed. If you see God as your protector, as your provider, but not as a loving father who wants to enjoy his life with you, please start asking God to reveal himself in your life like that. A human being feeling completely loved by his heavenly father can love himself and love others. Someone who loves like this has the perfect remedy to relieve everything that the devil, the world, or our loved ones can do against us. Let me read Luke 10, 27 and 28 to you. And I know that you probably have heard or read these verses many times, but let me read them anyways. He says, he answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied, do this and you will live. When we speak on healing through love, we have to speak not only of God loves for us, but also of the love that we have to have for ourselves. Do not get confused. I'm not talking about idolizing us, being selfish, or God forbid, being narcissistic. I am talking about loving and respecting ourselves because only by loving ourselves is that we can love others. The Holy Spirit once asked me to pay attention for a whole day to what I was saying about myself. He wanted me to listen what I was saying of myself. Believe me, at the end of the day, I had to ask for forgiveness. I spent the whole day mistreating myself, starting from the morning, looking at myself for the first time in the mirror and ending at nine, blaming myself for not finishing everything I wanted to do that day. Many times we are extremely hard on ourselves. I know women who cannot look at themselves in the mirror without criticizing themselves. During the day, we not only have to fight against temptation and the attacks of the devil, but we also have to fight against all that we tell ourselves when we fall into temptation or when we do not do what we want to do. Many of us don't say it, but we consider ourselves ugly, stupid, inadequate, incompetent, or insufficient. Sometimes because of all this mistreatment and contempt, we give room to insecurities and open our hearts to sin like pride, rejection, self-abuse, jealousy, or we go to the other side and we endure abuse and contempt because that's what we think we deserve. That is why many people become abusers or abused because they do not love themselves in a healthy way. I know a young woman whose husband left her for her best friend. This abandonment destroyed her self-esteem and led her to open herself to a spirit, which to this day drives her to manipulate men and cause destruction wherever she goes. 
My family, many times we meet people who cause pain around them and we do not know how hurt they are. These people, instead of letting God cover their hurts and heal their pain, they get filled with jealousy and they end up destroying others around them. Do me a favor and pay attention to everything you say to yourself during the day. If your inner talk isn't positive or uplifting, spend time learning about God's love for you and enjoying that love. Once you are sure of that love, you will value yourself more and you will not allow others to disrespect or devalue you. Nor will you fall so easy under temptation or under the torments of the enemy. If we run to the hands of Christ, to those arms, in that love, we will find healing. Many times we fall into the hands of abusive relationships because we think that that is what we deserve or that is the only thing that we can get. But that is a lie from the pit of hell. You are worth the blood of Christ and therefore deserve love and respect. Let me also close with this. I want to remind you that God expects us to also love our neighbor. We need to love our neighbor as much as we love ourselves. People of God, we live in a world full of people who are about to lose their soul forever. These people live in a world where bad is called good and where good is called bad. The way we evangelized years ago no longer works. Many people don't want to hear anything that has to do with the Bible, but they desperately need God. There are so many people in so much pain. If we in the church, knowing God, having the Bible, and having the hope that Christ gives us, experience so much pain, can you imagine how much more the people who live without Christ suffer? My family, the most effective way to preach Christ is through the love of Christ. The best evangelism is the one we do with our lives. If God loved us when we were worthless, how can we not love what he loves the most? An emotionally healthy person can be used to heal others. And the best thing is that we don't have to be completely healthy to be tools of healing in the hands of the Holy Spirit. There are many times when God had healed people by use them to heal others. Remember, you are God's favorite person. Be merciful, treat yourself well, and let yourself be used as a channel of Christ's love for others. Before I say goodbye, I would like to pray for you. Lord, I thank you for allowing me to offer this series. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, I ask you to use it to bless each person that has heard it. Holy Spirit, transform the lives of my brothers and sisters. I pray, Lord, freedom for all the captives. I ask you, Lord, to help us forgive those that have offended us. Heal every offense, every result of abuse, pain, or loss. Heal us, Father. Holy Spirit, you are our comforter. Comfort everyone who has experienced loss or is sad. Bring comfort, Lord. We know, Lord, that your will is that we live abundant lives. And therefore, I ask you to help each and every one of my brothers and sisters who do not enjoy that life to begin their healing process. I break in the name of Jesus every chain of the devil, every chain that the devil may have in hearts. And I thank you, Father, in advance for changing the lives of each person who is listening to my voice. We love you, Father, and we give you honor and praise. 
my family, my team, and I would love to hear from you. If you have a testimony to share with us, or if you have any suggestions on subjects or topics that you would like us to discuss in this podcast, please write us, info at globalgraceministries.com. Do not miss next week. We have a new series for you. God bless you.